Welcome back to Country Dwellers Podcast, Season 3, Episode 1, Part 2. Because I put those boundaries down, you know? Um, So, yeah, I'm happy to, like, talk to you about, holy shit, right? was so intense or I but I'm not gonna be like hey can you do this for me and percent exactly you know um so I had to put those boundaries down and I really consider that they're healthy boundaries so I would say the one thing that I've really been um focusing on doing during this entire pandemic is you know transforming myself working Mm. on self-transformation and um, self-acknowledgement and responsibility and um, all of those different amazing avenues that you walk down when you finally go into that rabbit hole, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's what I've been doing. Not only my classes, I've been making sprays, um, you know, I've been uh, going around doing uh, house cleansing and things like that with hallowed smoke. That's cool that you're doing that. I love that. You know, I, I think that if, honey, if I could do it all over the world, <laughs> I would. <laughs> if I could make a smoke cloud big enough to go around the world, I would, you know. So as a matter of fact, sometimes when I do it just for myself in my backyard, I imagine that smoke just going up into the ether and just wrapping around our planet, you know, and hopefully moving into everyone's heart so we can all change for the better. Yes, you know what I mean, um, or at least acknowledge ourselves and what we're putting out into the universe. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. That's the beginning of change, right? So um, I've been working on my products. I've been taking things off of my website that um, services off my website that um, no longer feed my soul even mm-hmm. though it would be beneficial for me to still have them on there and have them as a service, they don't make me happy anymore. Right. You know? And if, if they're not making me happy, I can't give you my all when I'm mm-hmm. doing that service because the magic just isn't completely there. Yeah. You know? I feel why I stopped doing web design for people. Right. So it, it was so much headache. It became work. It yeah. became work. And once it becomes work, instead of a magical part of you coming out as fun, as play, as joy, it's no longer... You know, you start building up um, uh, resentment towards it. And that's not okay because then when I practice it, I'm, I'm freaking putting that into people and that's not okay. There's enough of that. You know yeah. what I mean? So I've been cleaning up a lot of my services um, on my website and I've been creating um, a lot of different classes regarding ascension, regarding really checking in with our soul selves, our spiritual selves, our mm-hmm. energetic selves. So a lot of classes regarding chakra work, um, things, and I mean, deep diving, not, oh, this is the color, this is the sound, this is the asana, you know, this is the, pra-. no, I mean, I mean, fucking deep shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're getting in it, you know, and you're going to feel that chakra, you know what I mean? So, uh, because yeah. I think it's an essential part of um, not only connecting with earth, but connecting with universe in itself to realize that universe is inside of us. We are universe. Universe is us. 
period, yeah. you know, which is why the path of the moon tradition is, I, I call it a universal tradition. Mm -hmm. And one of the main things that I hope my students gain out of it is the fact that we are all energy and all energy infuses. We are all one, period. We're one with a stone. We're one with a tree. We're one with a pebble of sand. Like we are all one. Everything's mm -hmm. alive. Everything has energy. Treat it as such. Right. You know? Right. Um, other, than, other than that, I, I am... Uh, looking at my, I'm very, being very good at this and I'm being very honest with myself, looking at my schedule a little bit further and realizing, okay, school's going to be starting. Mm -hmm. I need to schedule that in. So that way I'm not like, oh my God, I have 15 things to do today, but I'm up here teaching you. You know what I'm saying? I, I am choosing to say, you know what? I am happily teaching you guys today like we are learning together and this is the time to time that we are doing it and then afterwards it's mom's time i have a business to run i have work to do i need to spend time for myself mm -hmm. you know so it is um it's been a, a humongous trans transformation um but i have to say that i have been thankful for the hermit time, the gift of hermitness that I've received, not thankful for what it's doing to the world. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but unfortunately, unfortunately, sometimes shit really has to fucking happen for people to open their eyes. Mm. You know, and just, I just send loving, caring, healing vibes to all of those that have passed and all of those that have lost their loved ones, for sure, yeah. to this, you know, and, and to all of this unrest in the whole world regarding uh, people of color, you know, and politics, which I hope we never talk about on this podcast, please. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. I just, you know, as, as far as looking astrologically, um, you know, I really, really dug the witch's copies on Tuesday and learning from uh, Painted Goddess. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and understanding kind of how, um, you know, the rest of the universe impacts us and, oh, and to understand the political unrest right now and how what's going on with the planets and right. all of that i mean that makes so much sense to me and and i'm um i'm not ready to dive in super deep with astrology because i love it i absolutely love I, it i i'm i'm so enjoying that and and learning from jen and it's it's been great it's you learn from me too i'm on that fucking chat you know what i'm saying <laughs> um so it is i love our tuesday coffee chats it's really really fun um and she is such a dear friend and um i love her astrological lab and I, you know, I was into astrology prior, but, but I, I knew the basics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I only have the basics and I only have the basics for myself to right. look at it beyond the self and the 
another planet. That's amazing stuff to me. Oh yeah. To look at it universally. And the, the one thing about um, astrology is it is a lifelong lesson. It's not something that you learn over one year, two years, three years. The planets are always moving. There are always planetary aspects coming in. There's always newness taking place. You know what I'm saying? You're always learning something new. So it's, it's an art that you will never perfect. And that's the absolute beauty of it. And that's one of the reasons I love astrology so much. Um, the basics were great because I would put them into my tarot readings. But now since I've dived, I've did, dove in even deeper, um, I can add different aspects. Divin, right. Dovin, I don't know. <laughs> Dived. <laughs> I, that that just doesn't sound, sound right to me. Dived. Dived. Yes. So anyway, so that's what I did. And now, um, now I can put even more um, deeper meaning into the tarot readings, you know, especially mm -hmm. when somebody sits down in front of you and you're like, oh, okay, this is the energy. I'm seeing Leo energy from you, or I'm right. seeing, I'm seeing secretive Scorpio energy from you, you know, I mean, things like that, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's, it is definitely a different aspect. And um, I don't call it secretive Scorpio energy. Oh, you don't, but that's because you're Scorpio. <laughs> Private. I'm a very <laughs> private person. I, I think that about myself. I thought I was quite an open book, but as I've gotten older, I recognize, oh yeah, I'm I'm just very private. Yeah, yeah. You definitely um, hold things close to the shield for sure. For mm -hmm. sure. But, well, I, for that, but we won't get into that now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but the is though. Yes, being vulnerable is absolutely gorgeous. It's beautiful. You're letting that, that side of you come and show. But in the same token, um, I also respect the people that they do hold things very close. Mm -hmm. I know why, because you've been fucked over. You know what I mean? But it also allows me to do the work to get to know you instead of you bearing it all. I'm actually doing work to get to know you and figure you not not figure you out, but um, defining that piece of puzzle that you are into the yeah. whole aspect of this universal space. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's it's kind of it's kind of a gift to actually be able to um, learn somebody to be to learn somebody. And not only that, the more I know you, the more you open up. Mm. You know, and it's a trust factor. I get it. I get it. Um, yes, let's talk about let's talk about uh, the new moon and oh, the black moon. You mean yes, new moon, black moon, which I confused you with this morning. You're like, yeah, the new moon is always black. I'm like, no, this was a special moon. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, new moon, you hardly ever really see. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, and then I remembered I had that post on my Facebook like a month ago, and then I, you know, once I put it out there. It's not in here anymore. <laughs> yeah. So the so the the black moon, which this was this new moon, is is just a, a much more powerful new moon. Um, and and we don't have to dive super deep into it. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of the people listening or watching right now absolutely understand 
they're feeling it. They're feeling it. I mean, my dream last night was so intense that I'm still, I have a dream hangover right now. And, uh, but you gotta, you, you gotta be ready to use this energy wisely. I mean, with Neptune, Pluto, Saturn, all of those planets having. I'm so glad Saturn's in retrograde. It's having such a nice effect on me. <laughs> all those planets um, are having an effect on everybody. They're having an effect on the world. Venus, I mean, it's all coming into play, you know. And um, so this moon bringing about the energies of transformation, the energies not only of newness due to the new moon, but new phase of life, new um, stepped forward, you know, endings and beginnings, like literal, you know, um, I completely, I completely can see that because like my resurrection day was around Lionsgate, which was that intense energetic um, vibration coming down into the world, you know, and that talks about seeing into yourself and healing the deepest of the deep. And you, when you heal the deepest of the deep, then you can move forward. You know what I mean? Clear and um, acknowledging self. And so this dark moon comes in also in Leo comes in and plays around and it says, Hey, you're, you're really healing the deepest of the deep. Now mm -hmm. let's take it a step further. Now let's begin again. Right. And I love how all of this is during this, my resurrection time during my first house, you know, this is a, a huge, gift because for me it allows me to continue to um, be self-aware you know um so the energy of Lionsgate. how did you feel how were you feeling it was like you know a 726 to um 88 is when it really came in but then it the post energy happened until about i would say 8 15 something like that how were you feeling I vacillated between being super, super energetic and just unbearably fatigued. Like I was just, I was completely out of balance and, you know, which made me go, okay, why am I feeling like this? What do I, what do I need to do? And, you know, basically it's like, you have to just check in with yourself, like we were talking about earlier and, and I'm not going to be able to do everything in a day right. that I'd like to do, I want to do, and maybe even I should do. It just, you, there's a finite amount of energy that you have each and every day. And, and that's what it came down to. And, and, you know, just the anxiety and the um, uncertainty that's present right now, coupled with the lion's gate, I think, um, really it, it, it was, it was, a it was this consistent battle between positive and negative. Mm. And I just had to kind of go with the flow and sit with the negative when I needed to sit with the negative and ride the positive when I could ride the positive. Um, that's, that's basically what happened with me. Um, for me, uh, I have had, um, since July 26, what happened to your light? It, I think the battery died. Oh. <laughs> I was like, God damn, that's really spirit talking to you, girl. <laughs> um, 
You know, when it started, like around the 26th of July, I started receiving dreams. And one of the things that, um, one of the dreams I received was hugely, hugely beneficial to me. It was a releasing dream. And it was, I, I, I've needed that for a long time. And I've had the same dream, the same dream over and over again, but it ends at a, it ends at a specific point where I don't get that ending that I'm needing, right? And so finally this dream played out all the way and I received that end that I needed. Obviously I wasn't ready before, but this time I was and a huge gift, huge gift. So that, you know, my dreams have been doing that quite a bit. Um, and then when Lionsgate really hit, when the 8-8 occurred and the alignment really happened, mm -hmm. I could feel tons of agitation around me, like the energy around me, but I also felt my bubble protecting me from that energy. Hey, should we, should we back up a little bit and just explain what Lionsgate is? I'm just realizing that there's probably somebody out there. It's like, what the hell are they talking about? Well, um, Lionsgate is, um, Lionsgate is this huge energetic factor that has been uh, recorded forever, basically, mm -hmm. forever. And right. it is when Orion's belt, the star Sirius, aligns, all of those things align over the pyramids in Giza. And they call it the lion's gate because they align over the sphinx. And the sphinx reminds of lion. So they right. call it this lion's gate. And they, one of the energetic factors to this is not just about, um, you know, going directly into your hearts and, and uh, allowing you the gift of authentically seeing into yourself. It's a gateway. It's a portal to, to the heavens. It's a portal to the aliens. It's a portal to, to space, you know, um, to our ancestors, all of those different things. It's like a direct doorway to spiritually connect um, with those beings and receive message, receive downloads. Um, receive healing, receive uh, historical um, information, things like that. So it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful gateway. If you allow yourself to realize when it's coming, feel that flow of energy and use that flow of energy for beneficial purposes, rather than allowing the agitation around it to mm -hmm. get to you. And so I was very lucky that I did know and I did utilize, and that agitation of the world did not um, get into my bubble. And because I also knew that my first house was coming up, that my resurrection day was coming up, I was in my 12th house, and I was preparing like a motherfucker. Like, I was getting stuff done. I was getting stuff organized. I'm like, I'm going into this first house this year knowing what's up. And it was such an amazing thing to be able to do. And so because of all of that awesome work, this new moon that we just had, my um, intention, my seeds planting were of self-awareness, period. Mm, I great. want to know more of what I put out into this universe. I mm. want to know more of myself so I can realize the energies that are being received uh, by other people from me. You know, um, I want to be self-aware. I want to be connected at all times 
Um, I want to allow myself to take responsibility for my actions without guilt, mm -hmm. without guilt, without beating myself up. Just realize, hey, you did this. Oh, I did. You're right. I'm going to make that right and I'm going to change it. Yeah, I'm going to learn from it and move forward. Exactly, exactly, which we all preach and we all talk about and we all try and practice. But mm -hmm. in the same token, sometimes we still carry that guilt for years about the thing that got messed up, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So what were your seeds that you planted for this new moon? Uh, I actually planted chives. Um, you I know, the physical part. I'm always, always big about physical action to apply for the more spiritual intentions. Um, and uh, I repotted my poor aloe plant, which I've had to use uh, multiple times already. Um, there's been quite a few kitchen accidents. Uh, hubby got a sunburn too. So we use that and it just, um, and it, you know, like a lot of plants, when it gets cut, it charges up and grows a little bit more. So I needed to repot that. And I planted some, uh, plants in the, um, north side, um, some anise mint, it tastes like fish and a uh, special rosemary, rosemary bush in the West Garden. Mm. Uh, and then uh, I also planted uh, intentions, uh, did a little ritual um, last night. Uh, the, the Viking and I celebrated the new moon last night. We had really good energy between the two of us last night. And... Um, we made a little fun little pub dinner for ourselves and, uh, you know, had rum and Cokes and, you know, danced around and hung out and it was good. It was, it was really good. And, and I just planted the seed of intention that I'm going to make sure that, you know, because we're with each other every day, all day, um, even though we're in a bigger space now than when we were traveling, it's really important to set a time side for, you know, maintaining that relationship right. and using it with good energy. Mm -hmm. uh, relationships don't just happen. You have to work at them. Every day, girl. Yeah. And I just felt like on the cusp of the lion's gate and with this black, you know, black moon, new moon, that um, I wanted to use that energy to infuse into my relationship with my spouse. Beautiful. I love it. Yes, yeah. I love it. Um, I will tell you that last night was spectacular for me because, because of all of this energy, because of all of this Leo stuff. Um, and I have Leo ascending. So that's my rising sign. So if you can't tell. Um, <laughs> Because of all of that, I have had the hardest time sleeping for like the past couple of weeks. So my mm. sleep has been very, very little. Last night during this amazing moon, girl, I slept so hard. I don't remember a dream. Um, oh. I woke up with eyeball crusties. Like, I mean, every, like I, I think I might have died a little bit last night in my dream. <laughs> Apparent in my sleep, but apparently, you know, waking up this morning, hey, I'm rebirthed again. You know what I say? <laughs> so yay. 
your rebirth, Country Dwellers is rebirth. Right, exactly. Um, oh, we wanted to talk about um, your, okay, so one of the things that we're adding to this, I mean, we're going to be doing different things, you know, there's, I think this time, uh, Runa and I are not really setting a um, specific what we talk about and stuff, you know, we're just going to have touch points. And uh, the touch, one of the touch points today is about your witch's brew. What have you brewed up? So we're, um, I have brewed up, I'm making apple cider vinegar. Lovely. So um, you don't need to buy special apples. If you eat apples, uh, you can just throw the cores that you don't eat, seeds and all, everything in there until you fill up a jar about two thirds of the way. And then just add a tablespoon of sugar uh -huh. and water. And then you just let it sit and ferment, right? Um, you don't have to have the special little fermenting jar like I have. So you can get a, just a regular ball jar. You can get this little spring, which helps keep the fruit down. And brings out more stuff but I just recently got this I, I've always wanted the little fermenting setup like this but you can just put like a, a piece of uh, tea towel or um, I never knew it was that easy to make muslin and just put it over and then you just let it sit for a couple of weeks and then once two weeks have passed, so this one, um, I think Saturday, I'll have to do maintenance on it. Um, and actually today, I'm probably gonna skim off the brown kind of grayish scum off the top. That's the impurities, you don't want that. Um, but uh, you can, uh, in, in two weeks, uh, so for me, that will be Saturday. I'll strain the scraps from the liquid. And then at this point, you should have vinegar, but it's really, really sweet and it has kind of a cidery smell to it. Um, but it's still missing kind of that tanginess that you get with um, ACV, as people tend to call it. Um, so you just discard the scraps then and you keep the, um, oh, what am I trying to say? The vinegar. Uh, and you let the liquid just kind of sit for another two to four weeks. Yeah. Strain it one more time and you're ready to go. So it, That's awesome. it takes between four and six weeks to make, uh -huh. but it's super simple. So if you're doing an apple a day to keep the doctor away kind of thing, just put, put the scraps in a jar, cover it with water, put a, you know, towel with a rubber band over it or get yourself a little fermenting kit I, literally they're they're at the local kroger for like five bucks i never knew that it was that easy to make it's, it's stupid simple it's I, I will not buy apple cider vinegar just like i don't like to buy broth i make my own right i don't like to buy apple cider vinegar and with me having apples on this, I should get probably like a giant gallon jar yeah. and, and make it yeah. and, and, you know, give it away, sell it, whatever. But I legit never knew it was that easy. I would have been making it. Easy. It's stupid easy. You can't really fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yeah, so, so just to review, so, you know, two weeks for me, which will be Saturday, I will take all this debris out, I'll strain it, I'll put it back in the jar, I'll let it sit for a couple more weeks, I'll taste it. If it's got that tang, it's probably ready to go. If it's still too sweet, I'll let it sit a couple more weeks and then I'll put it in a different jar and, and, and keep it. You, you don't even have to refrigerate it. You can just keep it in the cupboard. How long does it last? Forever. It's vinegar. Oh my. What do you it use? It really doesn't go bad. And you can use it to do a rinse for your hair, for cooking, for cleaning. I mean, it's, it's amazing the uses that you can have with vinegar. Very nice, dude. I'm making some. I'm going to make some of my own. Well, I want to see how it turns out. Yes, you will have to see how it I have perfect faith in you that you can do this witch's brew. Hey, if I'm growing a fucking avocado tree, I think I can do so. Oh, yeah, this is, you're being successful with that where I am not. And even, I've got an organic avocado, one that was grown in California, and it just, it's not doing anything. So I, have to, I think I have to try again because I think we started that seed right when we moved in here and it's, you know, been three months now and it's not happening. Yeah. 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 It, it takes a, it took a month for mine to, to break open and mm -hmm. then I could see the little sprout in there. Yeah. And yeah. then right when you see the, the sprout in there, when it breaks open, then you put only half of it in the soil so it can keep coming up, you know? Right. And, um, then when it fully opened and the tree was up, then I put soil all over right. it. Um, but it's so pretty. I don't think it's going to ever fruit because I don't, number one, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl tree. And number two, it has to have, uh, yeah, it has to have its mate to, mm -hmm. to fruit. But you know what? I just am proud of myself that the God dang thing even opened up and is I tell it every day. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. You're so beautiful. I love it. So, avocado is a great example of a fruit that needs a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. So it has to have the canopy mm -hmm. uh, and it has to have friends in order to be its best. I will tell you this, you know, I'm growing my white sage in pots and, um, some of my some of my white sage plants, it's so cute. It doesn't matter how I move them, they always find their friend in the other pot. Yes. They, they, <laughs> they intertwine with their friend in the other pot. It's really, really cool. I'm like, hey, I, I put you over here so you can have some space. And then I go in the next day and my sage is like, I don't need space. I need my friend. It's really, really cool how it happens. I'm gonna have to take a picture of it uh, one of these days. I love it. Another thing that we really wanted to um, talk about during uh, these podcasts is we want to touch now on a um, reduce, reuse, recycle. Mm -hmm. And since you are so amazing at um, living off the land, and do, we really are, and doing these things, I want you to tell, I'm going to tell one too, but I want you to um, tell a little trick on a reduce, reuse, recycle. So uh, most recently we created uh, a compost bin uh, system and it's, uh, it's just made out of old pallets. 
So we called our local hardware store here at, um, near Villa Westwick and we said, hey, do you have any uh, old pallets that you could sell us? Because a lot of hardware stores will sell them for like a dollar. And they were like, well, actually, legally, we're not allowed to sell them to you, but we can give them to you. Oh, wow. We were like, we'll be right there. So we picked up eight pallets and set up the system. Let me see if I can find a picture of it real quick. Uh, with the eight pallets, we just screwed them together, made sides of it, because the, the bottom is the ground. Mm -hmm. And um, that was a couple of weeks ago, and I think it was Sunday when it was so brutally hot. I actually had to turn the compost and put it into the next section because making your own soil is one of the most satisfying things that you can do. And the fact that we just reused material that was just going to sit there and maybe end up in a landfill somewhere is, is amazing to me. Sorry, I'm at the wrong app. No worries. Um, but so how, how are you with the pallets? I know they have spaces and stuff in them. How are you uh, doing that so um, the stuff that you put in it uh, degrades and goes back into the earth? So there's a, you want to have about 60, 40 or 70, 30 brown, what they call brown manure or, and green manure. So like all our kitchen scraps, all the leaves on the property, we had a bunch of brush that we had to cut back and we chipped it and that went in there. Nice. And um, what the heck, man? Obviously you take lots of pictures. I, I thought I did. I thought I posted it too, but I'm not. Like, mine. like I get the, I get the um, alerts that says, hey, most of your memory in your phone is gone because you have 18,000 pictures. <laughs> hey, don't you scare that hummingbird, Mr. Spiders. Don't you dare. I got my hummingbird feeder right outside my office window. I absolutely. Oh, I miss mine so bad. Okay, here it is. Here is the compost. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. And, and then there's, in the picture, you can't really see it, but right over here is the last pallet. Uh -huh. And what that will allow us to do is um, store things like uh, maybe we've got a, uh, you know, huge barrel full of wood chips mm -hmm. that we can use to put on it or, you know, a bag full of leaves or whatever. And it's right there. But um, that literally, I, we, it was a Sunday morning and we were having coffee and talking about the projects that we have to do here on the property. And I said, I need, I need compost and we've got everything to make our own and it's not gonna take that long. And when I turn the compost, um, anyways, I'm gonna, but, and he said, well, what do we need? And I said, well, we can make a super easy one from pallets, but I don't know where to source pallets. He made that phone call and before lunch, we had a compost bin. It was amazing. I love it. It was really amazing. And two weeks later, I already have an, a little bit of soil to amend to my fall and winter garden. Good for you. I love it. All those beautiful minerals being put back into the earth. So yeah, so it's, you know, my eggshells, 
all our, you know, we're chopping up vegetables and the debris that, you know, a lot of people put in municipal compost, mm -hmm. but you can make that work for you. And you don't even have to have as big an operation as I have. If you're like in a little apartment or whatever, you can do the same thing just on a smaller scale. And there's tons and tons of resources out there to, to do it. Very cool. Yeah. So well, my, my um, reduce, reuse, recycle, and you're probably going to laugh, but uh, because I have been organizing my life so much, um, <laughs> I use, my, my son gets uh, boxes of like formula and his meds and things like that. Yeah. So um, instead of just throwing the boxes away, I use the cardboard from the boxes and some packing tape and I made uh, little dividers for all of my uh, drawers in my desk so I could divide the things that I needed to divide and I made a pencil holder, a marker holder, like all that cool stuff and um, now it's completely organized. It's not just all over the place anymore. That's so cool. Yeah. I got another one that I'll share for next week too. That's good. good. I mean, I was like, oh dude, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And so, and it didn't take me long. It only took me like 30 minutes to create these things, you know, but now my desk drawers are completely organized and I know where everything's at all the time, which is relaxing for me. That and helps me relax. Just re, like at minimal recycle, put it in the municipal recycle for those boxes. Exactly. And exactly. you made it, you made it work for you. Yeah. It's like all, all the apples that are falling off the tree because they're, you know, the tree gets rid of the We're stuff. Put them, them into your compost. It just goes into the compost. You know, the, the weeds before they seed that I'm pulling in the beds, they just go in the compost, the eggshells, the coffee, coffee ground, all of it. And every couple of weeks, I just turn it. You got to keep it wet when it's dry and loose when it's wet. Those are, those are rules. But I, I, and now I'm not paying for soil. I'm making my own. Not only are you not paying for soil, but you're not creating trash. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're creating oh, the least trash possible. That was one thing when we, um, I really, really despised how expensive municipal garbage pickup was. Because there's, that's one. That's it. it. It's, and, well, that's part of the reason, but it's just, it's robbery. It really is robbery. But at the same time, I understand the people who are working those jobs, they, they need to be, you know, taken care of well. Yes. But there's a lot of abuse there, I think. And so I told the Viking, I said, we're not using it. Not only that, but we have to go like a quarter mile to the street to oh, put our hands, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not lying. I mean, it's it's actually over a quarter mile. But I was like, <laughs> I mean, uh, so we have we we set up our own kind of trash system, and once a month, we did it yesterday. We go on a dump run, and we recycle as much as we can recycle. And our our trash is like minimal. Like we had 64 gallons of trash. That was it for a. For a month. Well, so. I mean, part of that is too, I mean, you guys really trained yourself by living on the sailboat and then in the RV. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh you yeah. Had to, you had to make as little trash as absolutely possible. Oh yeah. 
the, right. the minimalistic trash. <laughs> All right, so um, because yeah, because my uh, my theme this week is Earth. I wrote a spell <clears throat> that helps one connect to the earth a little bit more and in the same token um, give gratitude towards the earth for that connection. So hopefully everyone likes it. The earth is stable, the earth is strong. She guides me through my rights and wrongs. She helps me root and feeds my growth. To protect her and further build my connection to her heart is my solemn oath. So it is. So it is. Did you see my dog go after the singer? Yes, I, and I started laughing. I'm so sorry. Don't worry about it. She's like, it's what adorable. <laughs> what is that? What is that, mommy? And well, That's probably some of those tones. I bet she would respond really well to uh, the dog whistle. I bought a dog whistle. And um, so far, she looks at it like, I, what do you want me to do? do you, am I supposed to do something for this? That's well, you know, certain tones, long, short, to, you know, a couple of beeps together or whatever. And then you say sit or come or you, you have to train them still. Oh, but I have been taking her outside every day and working on that training. And she's definitely food motivated. So that's what I use. Oh, there you go. There, I just, I like the dog whistle. Well, I do clicks with my dogs. So I don't have to yell for the arm. So I just... And they come, mm -hmm. or I, you know, I say go. I have hand signals and stuff like that. But I yeah. digress. I'm I'm learning. She's learning. We're both learning each other. You know. All right. So we're gonna close it out now. Yeah. Yes, we are. Okay. And I don't necessarily remember our closing, but did you go first or did I go first? Um, I think I went first. Um, Oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> oh, the, the circle is open, oh, but that's, that's, in. that's, yeah. that's you. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready? The circle is open, but unbroken until we meet again, my darlings. Mary Park and blessed be. <laughs> Bye. That was it. That was it. A very good recording. That recording is like, um, long. <laughs>